My name is Shaheen Sayed. I am a co-lead for Project Heart under Maruf. Maruf is a social justice organization, and we work with individuals, families, and the community in need. We have many projects. We have a community garden, we feed the homeless, we work with inner city kids to help them pave a pathway to college. One of uh, the projects that's the most dear to me is Project Heart, and that's a refugee resettlement project where me and a team of wonderful women work together with over 100 volunteers to help resettle refugee families here in Milwaukee. Uh, so we help them find jobs, we help with supplies, we help with furniture. We had six families come uh, two weeks ago and we helped furnish their apartment. It's a very rewarding project. I love what I do. Uh, and I would like to introduce you to one of the refugees we have. I ask you when listening to his story, just ponder about him and his family and all the other refugees around the world who go through situations um, similar to his. Thank you. Yes. As Alana had mentioned before, there's a number of people that wanted to be here, but couldn't because they were afraid of what could happen here by other private citizens, as well as our government, as well as in their native homeland. So I've already spoken to members of the media, and I'm gonna ask all of you if you could please put your cameras down, etc. Um, because the gentleman is talking here in a very courageous way, and he's asked us not to capture his image. We can use his voice, and we can use his testimony, but there's a real threat here. So once again, please refrain from taking any pictures. And as I mentioned to the media, feel free to use the audio. Please don't use any of his face, or if you do, blot it out, okay? Thank you, my apologies. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Bada'at al-harb, wa ma hiya al-harb? Kunna nadhunnuha anna haa qissa. Qasira yahkiha lana abawayna ka qissas qabla al-naw, walakin al-qissa kabira wa takbar kulla yawm. Wa ala hisabi man, ala hisabi al-atfal, wal-nisai, wal-rijal, wal-shiyukh. كانت بدايتها هتافات تطالب بإصلاحات في البلد وكان يقابلها جيش بشار بالاعتقالات العشوائية ومن ثم كبرت القصة فأصبحت الهتافات يقابلها الرصاص العنيف فأصبح كل يوم يوجد قتلى ومعتقلين عشوائيا من الرجال والنساء والأطفال وبعدها أصبحت الدبابات والطائرات تقصف عشوائيا والأهداف طبعا البيوت الآمنين والأطفال والنساء فكنت ذات مرة موجودة في قرية الصغيرة عندما عندما دخل عليها جيش بشار وكانت الطائرة تقصف كل ليل والنهار وفي الصباح الباكر دخل الجيش بشار وأصبح يعتقل عشوائيا ويقتل عشوائيا ويقتحم من البيوت دون استثناء ودون أي سبب دخلوا بيت خالتي ومن ثم أقسموا عليها اتهموها بمساعدة أنها تساعد المشقين من جيش بشار بالهروب لأن بيتها كان قريب من أحد المعسكرات الجيش فوضعوها في الغرفة وأطلقوا عليه النار حتى ماتت أمام أطفالها ومن ثم حرقوا البيت وهي موجودة هي وأطفالها إلا أن أحد الجيران استطاع أن يخرج الأطفال قبل أن تأكلهم النيران وأخرجهم أحياء الحمد لله عندما أردت أن ألجأ إلى بلد الجوار كانت هناك معاناة حيث أن يتطلب علينا المسير على الأقدام حوالي يومان أو ربما أسبوع فكنا نحمل الأطفال ونمشي في الليل والنهار نختبئ لكي لا يرانا جيش بشار وبعد معاناة طالت يومان والحمد لله نجوت بأعجوبة لأنه لم يقصفوا علينا ولم يقتلوا مننا وربما القتل فيها مثل هذه المرحلة الشاقة 
وعندما وصلت إلى البلد الجوار الأردن استقبلنا الجيش الأردني بكل مودة ومحب وقدم لنا كل المساعدة فجلست في الأردن فترة من الزمن ولكن بلد الجوار كانوا لا يسمحوا لنا في العمل والأجور كانت غالية ومتطلبة الحياة كهناك صعبة كثيرة فقررت أن ألجأ إلى بلد آخر فبعد دراسة طويلة أقررت أنه البلد الأفضل هو أمريكا لأنها بلد المساواة بلد الأمان بلد العدل بلد العمل بلد المحبة فلجأت إلى أمريكا وعندما دخولي إلى مطار شيكاغو كان هناك أناس يساعدوني ولا يعرفوني ومن بينهم موظفو المطار فيساعدوني ويقدموني إلي المساعدة ويقولون لي أهلا بك في بلدك وعندما وصلت إلى ملواكي وجدت ناسا كثيرون جدا ولا أستطيع أن أعدهم فقدموا لي وكنت لا أعرفهم من قبل واستقبلوني وساعدوني وقدموا لي المعونات وجهزوا لي المنزل وكأني واحد منهم وأعرفهم منذ زمن طويل ولكن في الحقيقة كنت لا أعرفهم وقدموا لي المساعدات كثيرة وكأني واحد من أهلهم وأتمنى أن أكون عند حسن ظنهم وأتمنى من الحكومة الأمريكية أن تبقى كما عرفناها بلد الكرم والمساواة وبلد المضيف للبلدان المنكوبة أن توافق على طلبات اللجوء من البلدان الجوار لسوريا لأنهم بحاجة ماسة إلى الأمان والعطف والاستقرار والمساعدة وهذه الصفات موجودة عندكم في بلدكم أمريكا وأتمنى من الله أن ألتقي بوالداي الذين بقيا في الأردن لأنهم لم يستطيعوا المجيء إلى هنا وأود أن أشكر الشعب الأمريكي والحكومة الأمريكية على ما قدموه للاجئين السوريين وغير السوريين والمعاناة المادية والمعنوية Thank you أمريكا Thank you ملكوائك I'm going to do my best to capture this. It loses a lot in translation, but um, when he was in Syria and the war started, he didn't believe it was real. He thought it was a story that he'd hear at night from his dad. All too soon, that story became reality, and the and they entered his. Um, I'm sorry. When the when free speech suddenly progressed to a war. They entered the Bashar Assad regime, invaded their village, began rounding up people with no discrimination. If you spoke out or resisted, you were met with bullets. Didn't matter if you were a woman, man, or child. As days progressed, they would drop bombs all night. They would continue to attack and round up people. One night when he was staying at his aunt's house, who lived near a soldier's camp, they were sleeping when all of a sudden the soldiers entered his house, her house. They grabbed her aunt and put her in a room and accused her of supplying information to the rebel army. She pleaded with them with, for her life and told them that she was innocent. They tied her up and burnt her alive in the room. They attempted to burn the house down with the children in the house, and luckily the neighbors were able to sneak out the kids. Shortly after that, he decided to flee. They fled on foot to Jordan, where they were met with open arms, and greeted by the Jordanian people at the border. They attempted to make a life in Jordan, but it was too expensive and they couldn't work. So he set his sights on America. America, the land of the free, the home of the brave. America, where they value freedom of religion, freedom of speech, and equality. With that being said, he did his due diligence and was able to make it to Chicago here with his, with his family. He was so happy to see someone greeting him at the airport. He was more happy, he was more surprised to see when he got to Milwaukee that his house had already been furnished and set up. Um, he is so grateful for all the support 
that he has received in Milwaukee and all the support he received getting here. His message to the American government is there are still thousands of Palestinians upon thousands misplaced or trapped in Syria and abroad. He just hopes that they'll have the opportunity to come to America and be greeted with open arms as he was. Thank you.